Hey, today's show is brought to you by Dogs Dig Dug Pet Care. That's right. If you didn't know this, I own my own dog business. I watch dogs. I hike dogs. I walk them. So if you live in the L.A. area and you need your dog cared for, hit up Dogs Dig Dug Pet Care at gmail.com. And my dog Waffles and Penny are going to love to play with your dogs. That's going to be great. What an asshole! From Basshole Studios in Hollywood, California. California. You're listening to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. We've all been one, so let's talk about it. Now, here's your host, Doug Bass. He's an asshole, sir. He's an asshole. Hey, welcome to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. My name's Doug Bass. I'm your host. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I hope you guys had a great week. Uh, This is the show where we talk about people being a-holes and why they were one and if they're proud of it and uh, if they're getting over it or learning from it, all that stuff. We've all been there. Uh, We're trying a little video podcast today to see uh, if this works. Uh, My guest uh, today in the studio is Ryan Nauman. Ryan is here. Hello. Uh, Hello, Ryan. Uh, Thanks for coming into the studio. I'm honored to be the the guinea pig for the video segment. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I mean, we'll see if this works. Who knows? Well, I wore this, uh, my Van Damme shirt. It's like a collage of... Oh, is that? Oh, that is Van Damme. Yeah. I was wondering who that was. It's all Van Damme. My buddy's been on this Van Damme kick, and he's been buying up all this like Van Damme merch, like paintings and things like for his (laughs) office and home. And he showed me this... Like a couple of things, I was like, I need to buy that T-shirt. Like that T-shirt's incredible. Wait, did he make that? No, it's oh. just you could if you just you know I bet you could probably search like fill in the blank celebrity right like collage T-shirt and you might be able to find something. But like this popped up and are you are you a big Van Damme fan? You know, there was the hugest Van Damme. I didn't fan know that man. as a as a kid. Yeah, yeah. And as you get older, you know whatever. <laughs> but like we we used to have like a race to see who could see all the Van Damme movies first. Wow. But like, since I'm a child of divorce, uh-huh. <laughs> like, like my dad would be the one that would give me access to that stuff. But I only see, saw him once every couple of weekends. And yeah. it was like his dad could like take him to the R-rated movies <laughs> like too. So he always won those. I races don't think I've and, seen I've seen, you know, I've seen a couple Van Damme movies, but I don't think I've like I've seen uh, the one that was at the Pittsburgh uh uh, hockey arena, the, the melon arena, whatever. Oh, what sudden death? Yeah, I was saw it? that one. I saw was Lionheart. Was that L- one? Lionheart's yeah. like an all-time great. Uh, yeah. Bloodsport might be the top, like cult classic. I think I've his. seen some of that, but I don't. I don't. You I, know, it it kind of holds up. So I watched it just the other day because I, like IMDb has mm-hmm. their own streaming service now, and you could. Oh yeah, they do. Watch right? like a bunch of random thing. I watched Never yeah. Ending Story again just to see like how it looks now versus like right. the thousand times I would watch it as a kid. But Bloodsport, it's got all the '80s cheese to it. So it's like by any stretch, it's a bad movie. But <laughs> I mean, they're all kind of bad. They, well, of course, they? like they're all they're all <laughs> like bad in their own way. And a very young Forrest Whitaker, right. isn't it? He's the agent that's chasing him. So it's interesting to see him young. But the fighting in it is actually pretty good. Like it holds up. Interesting. And it's. It's kind of like that whole Street Fighter 2 motif of like everyone's got different fight styles are coming from around the world to compete in this underground tournament. Mm-hmm. And he's it's sort of based on a true story. So it's this American, which even with like his accent in it, yeah. it's like hard to pull off. But was he in the Expendable movies? 
He was a villain in the second one. The second and one he was great. In it. Isn't the second one the worst one out of them all? I think. It. I, I think I saw the, the first. Are, are there one three or four? There's three. The third. Oh, okay. The third might be the worst. All right. I don't remember. I, I, I remember the first one, and then I, I think I watched parts of the second, and I don't even know if I saw the third, but. I, I remember them getting worse as, as it went on. Yeah, the third had a bunch of like cameo. Like, you even had Ronda Rousey doing oh, really? a cam- She's in that? cameo in that one. That's when she was, uh, you know, branching out of just the MMA stuff, getting right. more into the acting. Interesting, interesting. How are you doing with uh, COVID and everything right now? Have you been uh, Have you been going out uh, and doing anything? Well, we don't do that anyway, so it hasn't been much of a change yeah, for us. You are kind of a homebody. You're I, you're in bed by like seven p.m. Well, yeah. Well, no. What's crazy is so my girlfriend beats me in all of that. So like she goes to bed earlier. She beats than you? Oh, beats you like as far as well, well like yeah, physically, <laughs> like you know, she <laughs> she's a little scratch. Right, right, right. You know, um, use me as a scratching post. Uh, she. No, she goes to bed at like 10 o'clock and, but like, I'm still like, I'll generally go to bed 11 or so, right. but I'm always still up early. Like I'm up hours before her and I go to bed. She's like, she needs her 12 and a half, 13 hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, so, uh, for those that don't know Ryan, Ryan is, uh, he's an author, he's a writer, he is a, um, an animator, mm-hmm. uh, and he's also a, a personal trainer. He's a, he's a jack of all trades, if you want to call him that, um, how long have you so so you have um, some children's books that you've written, correct? Yeah, I, I wanted to do that just because it was something I could produce on my own, like take a crack at it. Because since I can illustrate and animate, um, like the writing part's easy enough mm-hmm. because it's you can think of the wackiest story and just don't curse in it. And, right. You know, because if you if you've read a children's book. They're terrible. <laughs> well, it's like I've noticed, like, yeah, there's a lot of children's books coming out now. Like Jimmy Fallon has written one or two, I believe. And so, right. And so, like, you have almost a different genre for every age of a kid. And that was the challenging part because you're like, all right, well, I would base all of it off of my niece. I'm like, all right, what does she laugh at? Mm-hmm. What does she, uh, like, kind of lean towards content wise? You know, like, every kid loves Disney movies, but for like a different reason. Like some just like the songs and the colors and the characters, but some, as you get older, might actually get the story. Yeah. Now I read the one called Mika's monster, Mm -hmm. I believe. Uh, and then you have another one called Knights of Stuffington. The Knights of Stuffington was a play off of a character in that first book. that was pure experiment. Right. Uh, it was done in rhyme and you know, a lot of the feedback was, you know, some words are too big. Like it's, you know, it's not meant for the kid to read for the, right. the parents. Or- Mika's monster. I read that. And that's, that's kind of like a classic tale of like a monster, like, story of uh the little girl overcoming her fear of like the monster in the closet and that kind of thing right yeah just like a relatable sort of simple theme um and her teddy bear in it is a character in the knights of stuffington which is a team of stuffed animals who when the kids are off at school like they have their own little gang and they fight monsters in imagination land and like have their own headquarters and they all have different personalities and like butt heads on things like there's a Rhyme. unicorn that's a bro there's you know uh, like a dinosaur uh pirate that uh is like a like a sassy yeah ryan always has like very interesting characters in his stuff like even his cartoons that he's animated they're always like 
there's 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 like the the regular characters, but then there's always like these like things that stand out, and always you always remember like the piece from these like interesting characters that are uh, intertwined in these stories and stuff. Uh, Mika's monster. Um, yeah, we have a lot of kids listening. I think right now. <laughs> yeah, I, like I was told, this was like an age six, <laughs> six to eight. Yeah, like demo. Now, uh, for all the children that are listening and possibly going to bed, Ryan is going to read a little piece of his Mika's monster, <laughs> so he can, so they can, they can go to bed and there you go, uh, Ryan story story hour with Ryan Nauman. Do you have a Do you have a line or two from the book that you remember? I know we don't have a copy here in front of us. <laughs> But you wrote this. You should know this by heart. Don't you don't you recite these words every day when you're working out? How, you know, the, the latest book uh, in the Stuffington series is about a dog who eats his own poop. Oh, and nice. the stuffed animals are a little worried to find the secret out because the dog likes to pick them up in its mouth and, oh. and take them around. So there's oh. a little clash of ideologies going on and yeah. it'd be nice if he maybe refrained from that but to the dog he's cleaning up after himself and that's a really positive characteristic to have and everyone should clean after up after themselves see kids so the lesson you learn there is pick up your own poop yeah. after you've gone i agree hopefully you're going in a toilet but that doesn't happen now you know what to I, do. I, yeah i don't know if your demo is potty trained yet and they're still <laughs> learning that <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll pick up some listeners after that that are interested. And, we're, and you can get these books um, um, on Amazon? Yeah, just self-publish them on Amazon. Um, yeah, with COVID, like it kind of slowed down with that just because that was just a, a project. And every time anything comes up animation-wise, everything else has to take a backseat. So... Mm -hmm. um, I've still been working on that last book in the series, but that was a fun series to go off of because you figure you can push that into some sort of uh, actually like animated show or something of that sort. So right. as long as, you know, the characters are memorable and you have some fun themes, it's all sort of comic book dialogue joke driven. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like with children's books, especially your animation, people are gonna have to check that out. On on, are there pictures of it on Amazon and stuff like that? Of the books? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you just look up Knights of Stuffington, all that should come up. Okay, that's good to know. Um, so this uh is uh this is uh called uh, I'm an asshole um podcast. So um I'm trying to pick out like assholes of the week and that kind of thing. So you know I, I scour some of the the internet and see what's going on in the country. Um, one thing I've noticed um, is uh, that the they're having COVID parties now. Have you read this? I've heard it. I've also heard it's almost um, like mythology, sort of like those rainbow parties were, if you remember those right. growing up as a kid with the girls who would wear all the different shades of lipstick and the guys tried to get a rainbow around their dick. <laughs> Do they, can I say that to the kids? Yeah, 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 yeah they, they, they know. If they've read your your stuff, they they know the <laughs> word been, dick by they, now. They've been to the rainbow parties. <laughs> well, this is what I read. Like in Kissimmee, Florida, it's like people were having a COVID nineteen party. Well, of course, it's Florida to try to spread the virus. <clears throat> like people are trying to catch it from these parties. Like that was like a that was an attraction to go to the party. Is like come to our party and you can get COVID. Like, like, like this is like a party favor. I don't know. Like this is this is what people are doing now. Well, you know, I suppose that would make you an asshole if the reward 
was how many nursing homes can you go into after testing positive? Because <laughs> like if, <laughs> if it's the, the young people doing it, it's like it comes off to me as like young people just doing like dumb, reckless shit. Maybe maybe even like to get attention. Like I wouldn't doubt if they were TikToking. Yeah, the, well, it's like thing. it's like the, the, the this article. It's like there's like hundreds of people in the street, and they're all just like partying, and like people are like bumping into each other. And oh, that's stuff. what it is. It's like it's like it, a huge. It's it's a club. It's like literally like like it's a party. Like, they're they're like, saying like come to the party and catch COVID. Would you say it's the Basque of? COVID yeah, it's parties? like it's like Hollywood nightclub <laughs> Basque, and people are like, "Yo, bro!" Like like people are in line trying to get in, and they can't get in. Like they're not cool enough there, to get there's, in there's, there's to a, catch there's, COVID. There's a doorman. Yeah, yeah. There's a doorman who has a mask on like, and sanitizer, and yeah. he'll spray you in the eyes if he doesn't think you're cool enough <laughs> to catch the COVID. I don't know, but it's it's weird. Like I don't like this is like people are just so bored. I think that they're thinking of different ways to catch COVID. I don't know. And I don't know why you would want to catch it, but teens are like, yeah, yeah, it's it's cool to have it. Let's, I, let's well, go to this party. I could see it if there was a lot of evidence that once you got it, that was it. But I, everything goes back and forth. Like, you don't sustain antibodies. You do sustain antibodies. Um, there were things like um, there's some study about T cells mm -hmm. out now because a coronavirus is the same virus as the common cold. Right. So if you've been battling the common cold, you're building up a resistance already. And that would suggest a lower percentage of population in order to achieve herd immunity. So like that's the good news. Yeah. Um well, but yeah. it's still just like theoretical, right? So right. like that's a study out of Sweden if you wanted to check that Not out. Not out of Kissimmee. <laughs> no, no, not out of, I don't know what studies are coming out of Florida. Kissimmee's like, Where let's, is let's Kissimmee? just see what happens. And that's near Disney, I think, Kissimmee, Orlando. And it's like, yeah, let's just see what happens if we throw a party with COVID. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. I think we have a caller that's calling in. Let me see. Hello, are you there? Hey, hey, man. Is this the guy I was talking to earlier? Uh, I don't know. You called the uh, I'm an Asshole podcast. You're on the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, oh, what? Is this Doug? Yeah, this is Doug Bass. How are you? What's your What's name? What's up, man? Yeah. Wait, uh, this is Thomas. Thomas? We talked before. Yeah. When did we talk? Well, no, you, you're not the guy that told me to call this number for the, this is the, ass, the asshole podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you emailed saying that you might want to call in. Yes. How are you? Thanks for listening. No, but it's not live. I'm, I'm on right now. What, what do you mean? You're on the air right now. Yeah, you're on the podcast. We're recording. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So sorry. What's up, man? How are you? Did you have a? Did you have something to say to our guest Ryan Nauman or myself? We got a guest on. What's his name? Ryan Nauman. He's a he's an author. He's an animator. Hey, 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 Ryan. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Well, Good, man. Cool. This is a great idea, are, man. I really you, love it. Are you on something right now? What's going on? No, no, no. What? No, I'm fine. I mean, where are you from? <laughs> I mean, I'm. <laughs> I am from Florida. Oh, you are from. But oh, listen, oh, were you, oh, are you from Kissimmee? Were you just listening to the uh, the story we were talking about? No, wait. Oh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I live. I live in the land. I live in the land. I know what Kissimmee is. Why? Because we're we're talking about Kissimmee, Florida, having COVID parties to, in order to catch COVID nineteen. Are you aware of this? Oh yeah, yeah. That's some crazy stuff over there, man. Near Orlando, that that gets nuts over there in that area. That's where you're from. Though, I mean, right? it's not. It, do you have no, I'm from the land. 
Come on, man. I live on the coast. <laughs> oh, okay. So, oh, you can't get it if you're on the coast. Sorry, my bad. All right. So, what did, what were you calling for, sir? Do you have something to say? Do you have an uh, asshole I, situation? Well, well now I just want to say that uh, you know, uh, you know, a little, little about a little bit about me. I got I got like I've had like many different girlfriends in my life, and I swear to God, like every one of them, almost every one of them, not if not every one of them. Calls me an asshole every day. Oh, like every, right. wakes up and says, "says Thomas, you are an asshole." At least once or twice. In fact, one of them uh, who just broke up with me a while ago called me, left a message. You know, when I play the message back, it just says, Beep, "asshole." That's all she says when she leaves the message. Who leaves messages anymore? By the way, someone you're involved with. Um, on my cell phone, man. Come on. Uh, I know, I know. No, listen. But it's, it's, no, 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 I get it. You're being an asshole to me. No, I understand. Uh, a little bit. But, but uh, no, no, no. It's, what, it's all right. what, That's what, what we do on this show. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, I just want to say I like what you're doing, and I love. I, I just love that you're representing for assholes like me. Right. And I appreciate well, look, you, try, try you and I got yourself. you too, Ryan. You're being an asshole as well. Thanks, Thomas. And I really like it. All right, Thomas. Thank you for calling. We appreciate uh-huh. it. All right, goodbye. All right, so sorry about that. I don't know. Thomas. Thomas is a fan of ours, I guess. I was I was just about to say that you should have callers. <laughs> well, there you go. We uh we try to satisfy our guests on the show. You just have a straight wire to Florida. They could call in every Yeah. Day. Well, I guess we're big in Florida, which is good because I don't think anyone else is listening. Um I don't know. I mean we'll see. All right. Uh we're gonna take a break and uh we'll be right back uh with more of Ryan Nauman on the I'm an asshole show. Hang tight. We'll be back with this week's asshole right after this. Hey, you like books like me, but you don't want the hassle of carrying them around? I know they're heavy, right? You're gonna break your back. Or you're gonna strain your eyes trying to read that tiny print. Let me tell you something. You should try audible.com. If you're on the fence about trying an audiobook and you've never done it, let me help you. It's a no-brainer. Audible.com also has podcasts, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals that you're not going to find anywhere else. They have thousands of titles to choose from. So you're going to be listening for a long time with their selection. The app is free. It can be installed on all smartphones and tablets. So do me a favor. Take out your phone, you know what's in your hand, and download the app. And if you use my special code, Audible's going to give you a free book right now. That's right, free. Visit audibletrial.com slash assholepodcast. That's audibletrial.com slash assholepodcast. Just do it. You're listening to the I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass Podcast. All right, we're back with Ryan Nauman on the I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass Podcast. Oh, my God. Well, we heard from Thomas. We talked about some COVID parties. What else? Um, All right, so let's get into uh, Ryan's uh, story or incident that he may have want to share with everyone here on being an asshole. So Ryan, was there a moment in your life, a uh, single incident, chunk of time, currently, whatever, that you considered yourself to be an asshole? Well, I, you know, I always have, I think, like a baseline assholeness mm-hmm. because like as a writer in the comedy space and an animator specifically, like that's an outlet for your assholeness. Like I can always just write about something that pisses me off right? or 
just some topic and just throw a bunch of sarcasm at it. When you're a trainer, you can do that constantly because like you almost have to be an asshole. <laughs> That's true. To somebody, right? You, you kind of have mm-hmm. a, uh, yeah, like a card that you can just yeah, be an asshole. And the more you don't like somebody, the bigger of an asshole you can be, but you don't even have to like be the typical asshole to them, right? Like you mm-hmm. could just make them do more shit. And like I've made people cry, I've made people throw up. Yeah. People and, that people that are lazy or just won't go through with the things. I mean, yeah. you, you've made me cry. You've trained me a couple times. <laughs> you can, I cry when I leave though. I don't do it in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> you can also like that I I've gotten rid of clients by doing that before. Like mm-hmm. like they'll just piss me off. So I'm just like, this is the one we're gonna do today, this is the workout. And they just don't ever come back. Right. Like, that's good. You know, it's a very sort of passive aggressive way of firing somebody. <laughs> just make them do more work <laughs> that they just don't want any part of it anymore. Um, <clears throat> I was I was trying to think of just like a pure asshole experience. Mm-hmm. And then like and I, one I, and I totally forgot about this story, like until yesterday. And this I must have been I was new out here. So I must have been 22 or 23. I was coming back from the holidays in Connecticut. All right. And I was, it was the connecting flight from Chicago to LA. I had the middle seat. So I'm already like, fuck, right? <clears throat> That's how you said it. <laughs> like I sit down, I sit down, I'm just like, fuck. And they're like, yep, you're stuck with that seat. But, and you know, when you're on, like in that situation, or like, even if you're just against a window or whatever, like you're watching everybody coming in. It's like, who's going to fill the seats next to me? Like you're right. judging every person coming in. And then there's like this attractive girl is, Yo, is, always. is it, coming in, and I'm just like, that'd be kind of cool if, if she sat next to me. Right. And she does. Oh, and wow. She's, That's she's, rare. She has the window seat. And I'm like, all right, like, this is not too bad. And like, we're, we got some banter. Like, she sits down and, and like, we kind of flirt a little bit. Uh-huh. And she is talking about how, like, she doesn't like the window. And I like, I do like the window because I get to lean up against it. Oh, and, you yeah. know, so I'm like, oh, I have this hoodie on. You know, you could always, like, use my shoulder. Oh, I'll give you, like, my hoodie. As- slide. That wouldn't, and, that wouldn't fly today, I feel like. I, I, yeah, I get me too. <laughs> You'd be kicked off the plane. <laughs> Rerouted. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the flight's going on and, like, the lights are down and, like, the blanket comes. And I'm, like, listening to whatever movies. And I think it was Scooby-Doo at the uh-huh. time. And... She gets the blanket and like she's asking like you know hey do do you want to like share this do you want so I'm like uh, okay you know so like now she's using my suggestion of the hoodie as a pillow so she's got her head on my shoulder and the blanket's covering both of us and now she kind of is sitting over and she has her like arm on my or hand on my arm oh and I'm like oh shit and then. <laughs> And you're taking off. You're no, taking we're in off. the air. Oh, you're in the air. Oh, yeah, my boner's taking off. Oh, <laughs> all right. So her her arm, her, her hand is on your arm. I read, yeah, the front, and then it like it's sliding down to my hand. So like then we're like holding hands, and I'm just like, the fuck is going on right now? That I'm like, well, I, I'll be an idiot if I don't make a move right now. Right. So I do. I just turn over. I start making out with her. Just it in the seats. Wow, and like and she was, she was, she was and, fine with it. Well, she, you know, her head's right there. She's, she wasn't like, you know, wasn't some like aggressive, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. It was just like making the move that right. you're so, like you're obligated to make in like those situations. Interesting, yeah. And so we're going, but we have a blanket, Uh-oh. so like I can do things Uh-oh. under the blanket, and like you know, like shirts coming up and everything. 
There's a guy sitting next to me. I was going to say, me. isn't there like three? Yes. There's someone sitting next to you. Who? What is this guy like? Paint a picture real quick of him. Well, I didn't get a good look at him, okay. but I know he got up as he should have because right. you're a creep if you're staying there. So he went to the restroom and jerked <laughs> so off you, after you guys you were in. sir, are the asshole <laughs> for like, sticking around. In his own seat that he paid hundreds of dollars yeah, exactly. for. Like, so, you should get up right now. So, Asshole. So he, he's, he's getting cock blocking me yeah, on my I, flight. I, I, I'm not even thinking. I mean, again, I'm like, I'm 22 at the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, like that's peak asshole age, right? So, right. like, you are. And how is she the same age of you? No, uh, she's like no. 10 years older than Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, we, you know, we, we keep going at it and keep going. And, like, he kind of comes back and realizes we're still going at it. So he, <laughs> he goes back to the back. He's, he's like, hey, buddy, there's only so many times I can fake go take a shit on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and she's like, like, everyone's looking at us. I'm like, well, they're looking at you because my back's to them. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So so, what else happened? So you guys just like, so this was the whole flight. How long was this flight? Were nah, it was that was probably closer to the end of the flight because okay. I don't think there was. And you were landing in L.A. Landing in L.A. from and Connecticut. I didn't even know her name. You never until got her name. We got off the plane. Did you get her phone number? Oh yeah, we. Uh, she was in like. This is a love Anaheim, story. This could have been a love story. I, I hung out with her a bunch after she would always drive up like to hook up. Oh, okay. Like, all right. So it wasn't like a one and done kind of thing. Well, no, we had to finish what we started. Right, right. All right. Well, see, it would have been even weirder and interesting if like you guys never even spoke when you got off the plane, like you never got her name or anything. Like, it, would I, it, been, like, it would have been, it would have been funny, but like. That would have been like under the misconnections on Craigslist. It, it would have been funny if like the blue balls weren't. That funny at the time. Now, did a flight attendant ever come by? No, like that's what's crazy. Like, cause like it's situations like that where like you're clearly such an inconsiderate asshole, but mm. like you don't think of everyone else around you, right? So, um, like nobody said anything. Like nobody stopped us. Like you'd get Karen in a second now if like that was happening. And like for all that guy knows, like we were a couple, right? But like who, you know, um, yeah, just I mean, being inconsiderate, right? I mean, well, that's that's interesting because it's like uh, that's interesting because, um, yeah, if if the guy was an asshole for like hanging around his seat while this was going down, it's like either either he could have found another seat if there was one or, you know, I don't know. Oh, I don't know yeah, what, no, no. What well, is he supposed I, to do? He, he's not. You know, he's not a fault for that. Just, I was just joking. That. Right, like, right. He, he's the creep for for sticking so around you, if he did. He's an he, asshole. Yeah. So 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 you consider yourself. He's the victim. Clearly. You consider yourself the asshole for treating that guy. Oh yeah. That way, but not towards the woman, obviously. Like if, she was, if I witnessed that, I would say those people are assholes. Like, quit it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was just surprised like uh like i've heard people that that's never happened to me i never had that situation as far as like yeah the hot girl sitting next to me and like hooking up or flirting or even getting the number or whatever it was she was always like she would come in and she'd just like sit like a row or two ahead yeah, of me right. next to some slob yeah. or something and it's like and then oh, that man, slob's what, making out with her what, what, what yeah exactly yeah this 300 pound guy is getting jerked right, off under right, the blanket yeah. um but it's like it's kind of like the flight attendant comes by and like like do you miss the the beverage service or the food service during that like how does that like, and then you got to make them come back or it's like you know it's like do they ignore you if they see it going down I, yeah i don't know because that was a whole different time right so well, then there's like, a, there's a mile high club also it's like I, people I, people would retreat to the restroom to do that stuff i know I, I had asked her later if like had we gone back in time would she have 
agreed to the mile high club mm-hmm. and she was like you probably wouldn't have had a condom on you i was like that's, that's a good point <laughs> I like, it doesn't count uh, <laughs> like thirty thousand feet together, in the air put, put together a couple like doesn't like pretzel wrappers you could have come up with like yeah. did you know that uh semen is an active thirty thousand feet in the air like yeah. did you know that <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't know that it's the same thing as space pretty much <laughs> It's like, you know, maybe if she was, well, she was older than you, so she probably would have been like, get the hell out of here. But um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, that's a good story though. Yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, I don't know. Like I, if I was single, I feel like I would still kind of do that as a, as a, you know, a, a man, if that happened, like, and you, and you sit next to the, uh, the attractive woman, yeah, at you, least hit on them or cause you're on there for six hours. Well, exactly. Whatever. And I like, in the whole reason of even like acting on it is you're like, I'm going to regret not being able to tell this story if I yeah. don't do it. Right. Like, like one, you're, you're like, I'm in a situation where I can clearly make out with this complete stranger who's attractive. Right. And you know, if they want to talk to you or not, because it's like, you know, either, either you sit next to someone that is like, obviously I'm not in the mood to talk to anyone. Of course. Right. Or, Which or usually, they kind yeah. of, they sort of uh, initiate the conversation almost like, oh, and you believe this flight's taking this long? And if whatever. it wasn't, the invitation was the hand right. on the arm moving to the hand. Right. It's, it's all, know? it's all her. It's all like, it's you know, the signal. you pick up she, the signals, she, you act on them or you don't. Yeah. And it's like, and she's got to make that decision because she knows that she's on this flight for at least six, seven hours or whatever. And, like if, yeah, she's got to make that wise decision. Like, do I make this move? Like, and and if it's t- it was towards the end of the flight, you said or halfway. I th- I feel like we landed not too long after we stopped. See, that's a smart decision on her part because like, if she did that like while you were taking off, <laughs> right? Like you could literally have a mini relationship in six hours like on that plane and like it can either yeah. go like great or yeah, it's like you already it's start like, fighting and you, then break yeah, up by the time you it, peak at like you know 20,000 feet and then from there it's like man this plane better just crash I, soon I or something like, i can't believe i gave you my pretzels <laughs> yeah and it's like you're stuck with her for another four hours or whatever that's like an interesting that's a good idea for a movie i think <laughs> like it's kind of like it's a relationship over like seven or eight hours however long the flight is yeah and it's like, either, yeah, like someone initiates it and either goes well or it doesn't. I like that idea. Yeah. Let's, let's let's develop that. When someone's going to steal it now. If I fucking see that movie come out from no one that's listening. Some writer in Florida. Thomas, who all of a sudden became a writer after today. <laughs> Do you remember our Basque days? Like, like, that, yes. like that's around that time. Like, I... I don't know because I probably didn't even know you yet at the time of that flight. Probably not. Oh, yeah. People don't know. We've known each other for how many years now has it been? Uh, a long time. Yeah. Right. Close Eight, to 18 s- years. 17. I don't yeah. know. Something, something like that. Ryan. Ryan and I became friends when. Uh, probably like 2003. When we first moved to L.A. Yeah. 2003. <clears throat> that was the year I moved here, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, we've known each other a long time. But, yeah, Basque was a club in uh, in Hollywood here. That uh, I got Gino the job for bartender. And you so did get him the job? I got him the job because uh, I knew the like a friend of the owner, and so they were looking to staff the place. Mm. And that's I think Gino had stopped using uh, working at No Red Tape at the time, which was a mortgage company we all worked at. Right. Yeah, we're plugging these places that don't exist. I know. Yeah, you need a loan. You need a jumbo <laughs> a paper loan. Basque was this club. Like we weren't really club people, or I wasn't at least. But yeah, my my uh, old roommate Fred Chino uh, bartended there, so he would get us into these clubs. 
and we would just go. We w- we didn't have to wait. Like the thing about Hollywood clubs is you have to wait in line to get in. So not only did we get to skip the line like champs, yeah. but we got to get free drinks like champs. And right. you can be you can like have the confidence and the asshole prowess of a rich guy. Like yeah. what, like cuz you go up you're like ladies Shots on me. Well, yeah, the, the fact, yeah, they, the, yeah, we were kind of assholes because it's like the fact that we were in there to begin with and buying rounds of uh, liquor for people yeah. that we did not know that obviously was like hundreds of dollars that we did not have. Yeah, we just like, <laughs> like, like tip, what, like tip them a 20? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tip, yeah, here, you let me tip yourself a hundred. And then, like, you know, it was our, it was our friend, my roommate, and he would yeah. just come home and be like, I don't tip me, you know, it's like, but it's like, but it's like, yeah, like the fact that we were in there drinking. Uh, just it kind of like presented us as like people that we weren't. I uh, know, absolutely. <laughs> and like, like that's yeah. kind of what it takes to like, well, in those days, at least that's what kind of like it took to like get a date in LA. I feel like it's like LA for dating is like the worst place ever. It takes, you, gotta, you really got to commit and put your time and effort into find like great people, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, for that, like if you're trying to hook up or whatever, that was definitely an ideal situation, just, you know, being there. Now that now now the club is gone and it's just a it's a parking lot. Well, it burned it burned down like potential insurance fraud. Yeah. I'm guessing right. Yeah, it's a lot, which is a kind of a bummer because at least like if you drive by a structure, right, you can get that nostalgia. Like oh, I used to go well, there, but it's yeah. a parking lot. Well, now, that's so the weird thing about space. that spot because it's like Hollywood and Vine, the corner, the uh, northwest corner of Hollywood and Vine, prime real estate. Right. Like and now it's just a fucking parking lot. Like it's a waste. It's yeah. like, first of all, anyone that I feel like, I don't know, it's a way because like anyone that's drives over there now, Uber's over there. So it's just a way like they could have put something really cool. there. I think the official story was my fire dance moves was what ignited that place. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan is a very good dancer. He, he, he kind of like just he explodes on the floor, just, like out of nowhere, just, too. You'll be just, sitting just, there like get it. You'll be sitting there the talking to him, and then you, you turn around, and he's gone, and he's like just on the floor, like break dancing and like doing some crazy things, and like I didn't know that at first, and then when I, when I first saw the first time I saw that, I was like, "Who is this guy? What's going on here?" It, yeah, yeah. As the years go by, it takes more and more to like get me into that zone. It's when like, was the last time you were like at a club like that, or like a oh. dance situation? Well, we went on that like Mexican cruise. To, oh yeah, uh, en- Ensenada. Yes, I've been on that with uh, yeah. with Mark a couple times. So uh, my girlfriend and I went on that, and we went to the like the cruise club a couple times. That's probably the closest thing to a club I've been to. Otherwise, it's usually weddings that yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll get down with. I'll like pop an Adderall and then right, <laughs> and right. Then, yeah, weddings are always definitely. So your wedding, I got uh, Gino and I some Adderall. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why there was all kinds of stuff floating around that wedding. Who knows? I'm surprised we didn't get slapped with a fine. Yeah, my wedding was crazy. Um, but yeah, that that it, weddings are like the one place now where I feel like you end up dancing or you know yeah you find yourself in that situation, well, especially if there's open bar. Yeah, yeah. Any wedding that doesn't have an open bar, I don't know what to <clears> say about that. That's a whole other discussion. But um. I don't know. Well, I, I do think, you know, your story was definitely uh, interesting and, you know, rewarding for yourself in a way. Um, and uh, that's that's the kind of thing like every guy dreams of happening at, at one point in their single life, I feel like, you know, 
Yeah, um, I, it's uh, it, and it never happened to me, and oh well. I at the at the time I used to tell it all the time. There were like a couple like hookup stories I used to tell all the time. Like that fit the asshole motif, so mm-hmm. I wanted to uh, use it for the show here. I always um, like the idea, like that that guy that sat next to you guys. It's like, yeah, right. I would love to follow that guy's like day or journey or like the com- Like maybe he had a conversation with like someone else while he was waiting online. Or when he got home off the flight, yeah, he for he, sure told he'd be that like, story. "You never believe what happened to me yeah, on the flight. Yeah, this fucking flight. guy, like, <laughs> like you know, like that might be something that that guy always like pulls out of his bag of tricks and stories every now and then. Yeah, you know? for sure. And that's what's interesting about those kind of things. I have an asshole story of myself on a plane, but uh, let's save it for the next time. <laughs> or like you spill coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole. It's a it's a ten, it's a it's a ten minute thing, and I, I definitely I'm gonna I'm gonna share it soon. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it, you know, we all have our moments. I think you know. Have you uh, ever thought about like the like philosophy of like assholeism? Or anything like how it expresses itself on, say, a spectrum. Like I was listening to a podcast with uh, an evolutionary psychologist who's talking about heritability, mm-hmm. and basically every behavior you have is mostly inherited. Mm-hmm. Like the person, the person you become is going to be who you are, like regardless right. of external factors. So. Like, I don't know if you notice asshole behaviors of your mom or dad that you see yourself enacting. Oh, yeah, probably. I'd have to, like, write down a list. But that is a good idea to do, I think. Yeah. Because, like, like, I'll know. I'll see how I'm acting. And I'm like, that's what I hate about my mom. Mm -hmm. Or I'll see. I'm like, that's what I hate about my dad. It's like, that's what will dial it back for me. And like, so, like. Once you recognize that, that's sort of how you correct for assholeism. Yeah, that is true. Because, like, yeah, you do recognize traits in your parents that seep into you. And, yeah, you can either correct them yeah. or just, you know, go with them. But, like, like, that's the cra- part of who I am. I don't the, know. The crazy, yeah, the crazy part is, like, it's purely genetic. It's like, because I didn't learn to behave like an asshole from my parents. If mm-hmm. anything, like, I don't want to behave in the ways I didn't like, right? Yeah. But you just do that in conversation or like in relationships you see how you act out and you're like oh god that's so petty like that's like my mom like oh that's so short fuse that's like my dad right yeah that's definitely so i have a short fuse and i don't know i think that comes from more of my my dad's side maybe um because my mom is pretty like laid back but my dad would always freak out at like certain things but then my dad's also a very quiet man so he's like like and and i and i am too to an extent i think so i think i have a good combination of both of them yeah but we all should but yeah and it's like and it's interesting and then you and then you pick up your own nuances and add them in and then it becomes like a whole new cocktail almost right yeah right yeah because you can like pick up behaviors from just your friends and everything you grew up with and then you pile that on top of whatever defects you've inherited <laughs> exactly yeah yeah well i mean i think i think you know you definitely have a good uh, base of like you know your asshole story i'm sure you have a lot more that you can bring to the table at some point i'm always glad to come back yeah and i and like even like even talking to you today i was just thinking about um you know like as as a child as I think like children are the biggest assholes when it comes down to it sometimes as far as what they do to other kids and that kind of thing. So like I've been trying to rack my brain of like different moments from my childhood where I'm just like, man, that's, that was awful. Like, why would I do that to someone? You know, it's like, it's Dude, like, <laughs> so much violent stuff when, yeah, I'm, yeah. when I'm a kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just like, it's, it's very interesting to see, uh, 
you know, what evolves out of this. And that's what's fun about this show is like, you know, we can just we talk about asshole stories, but we also talk about everything. So, uh, you know, I think the uh, the assholes of the week were definitely the uh, the gang in Kissimmee, Florida, who are having COVID-19 parties mm-hmm. trying to give it to people. Uh, that just seems stupid as fuck. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. No one's wearing masks down there or anything. Um, and, uh, you know, Ryan with his, uh, his, uh, in-flight, uh, asshole moment to the passenger next to him while he's trying to hook up. I mean, we get it. Everyone's got their needs, but maybe, maybe it wasn't the right time and place. But again, it's a once in a lifetime chance. Exactly. That's not going to happen every flight. Once you know? in a lifetime, you just gotta be the asshole. Exactly. Well, Ryan, you've really put yourself out there on a limb today coming out on the show. Thank you. I think there's only one thing left for you to, to do. I'm Ryan Nauman. I'm an asshole. There he is. You heard it there. You can catch Ryan's books, The Knights of Stuffington, Mika's Monster, and is there another one? Or is that that's all of them? Uh, no, but grovenostra.com's got all the animation stuff. Right. Check out his animation on grovenostra.com. And if you want to get in shape, you can just hit me up. Buy the books on Amazon, you fat fucks. Call him and get yourself in shape. Ryan Nauman, personal training. Ryan, thanks for coming in. Um, we will uh, talk to you soon, I hope. Yeah. I mean, you live, me. you live down the street, so, you know, let's make it happen. All right, guys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in on the video, and uh, we'll check out you guys soon. Thank you. You've been listening to I'm an Asshole with Doug Bass. Please subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. Follow Doug on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Doug Bass Comedy. Thank you for listening, and remember, don't be an asshole. But if you are, talk about it. Have a good asshole story? Email us at Doug at DougBassComedy.com. We'll see you next time.